Hello there, welcome to episode 87 of Nevermind the Bullens. It's your bite-sized Everton podcast uh, and vodcast, uh, obviously. There is video and you, you might, will be able to see Ted the Emotional Support Cat. He is here again uh, off the back of another Everton defeat. Uh, and Mike Peters, by the way. I'll be all right. Um, now, obviously, we've got to uh, talk about the Southampton game, but it's a bit slightly difficult for me because I didn't see it. Um, so all I have to go on is the first half of the commentary that I listened to via uh, BBC Radio Merseyside and BBC Radio Solent. Uh, so Dave Merrington um, and Adam Blackmore, whose delightful comments about Richarlison constantly going down, just never fail to amuse Evertonians. I mean, there's a you know, the eye roll emoji probably would have been worn out because it gets it from every single commentator all the time. And I tell you what, there are far worse culprits in the Premier League of rolling around like a absolute mard than Richarlison, and he has got better at it. I know he's had an issue with it before, but he has got better at it. I think Bruno Fernandez has to take some beating in that uh, game uh, between Leeds and Manchester United uh, on Sunday, which is a cracking game of football, actually. A great an old-fashioned game played in, uh, you know, rain and water coming up and slide, proper sliding tackles, all good fun, that. Um, and from our point of view, the only result of, that really went our way this weekend, because uh, all the other results of teams in and around us where we are right now, uh, did not go for us at all. Um with Newcastle getting a point at West Ham, uh, obviously Burnley getting that really good win um, away at um, uh, away at Brighton. Obviously Norwich did lose uh, at Anfield, and but Watford winning at Villa is uh, you know a bit of a, a bit of a blow. It's still a little bit of a cushion, but you know it's just not what we want, and we need to try, start trying to climb the table. However, uh, with performances like we put in on on Saturday, um, that's quite difficult. As I said, from what I heard of the first half, we started the game really brightly. Um, we had, you know, we started with a lot of energy. We started on the front foot really positive, which is great. And then I didn't see the second half or hear the second half. All I saw is that we completely, other than watching it on, you know, a goal service on BBC uh, Score, just we just wilted uh, and conceded, uh, you know, a couple of goals. I mean, again, it's peak Everton, really, to allow Shane Long, who'd not scored in the Premier League for two years, to come in and get a goal. That is just absolutely typical of us. Um, but obviously, it's starting to show where the... Obviously, we know where the fault lines are in this in this team. Um, the defending uh, for, for both goals was, was suspect. Andre Gomez losing the ball in midfield, but he had to be brought on because Allen um, uh, got himself booked early on and was running the risk of getting sent off. And we can ill afford to be without him for any period of time because we are really struggling uh, midfield. Well, certainly in terms of midfielders with any sort of steel about them, um, we've only got two or three. Uh, Tom Davis is apparently going to be out now for the rest of the season. That is a blow. It's a big, big blow because he, he probably would have been really useful to have him available for City for away games where we've really got to scrap and battle um, to try and get some points because our away form is absolutely appalling. You know, we've got, I think, I, I read EFC Stato posted it saying that we had one win and three draws and that's given us five points, uh, which is the least of any team in the Premier League this season away from home. Now, one win and three draws was say six points, but whichever way you cut it, whether there's a typo in that, um, would say that's pretty lousy. And you're thinking, well, I think I said this off the back of the Leeds game. You know, I think, well, where are we getting? Let's say 18 points, which we need. So that's six wins um, to, uh, to get us out of that. And you're thinking, well, hang on, have we got enough home games, enough winnable home games for, to enable us to to do that? Um, 
Next week, we start with Manchester City. Uh, and off the back of that defeat against Tottenham, they'll be smarting. But on the plus side, it does show that they are beatable. And who knows with the... Um, you know, the atmosphere, if it can be replicated from the Leeds game to the Man City game, who knows what we can achieve uh, next Saturday tea time. Everybody will have had a couple of jars, I would imagine, before the game to get themselves going. Um, and so who knows? But the performance level, and Frank Lampard acknowledged this, and, and I think that's a good, you know, a, a positive thing. I think that he said just, it's just not good enough and it needs to be better. And that is the type of rhetoric that will endear him to Evertonians. You know, Roberto Martinez fell foul of the constant, you know, sort of everything intensity was this and diddly dee, and everybody just went, that's twaddle, mate. We're watching the football. Don't kid us. Be honest with us. David Moyes got a longer line of credit because he was honest with us. Um, and if Frank Lampard adopts that same approach in terms of being honest with the supporters, being positive, but being honest at the same time when things are not good and things of performances at levels have not been good enough, then that will that will do for us we'll be happy with that and that will help him uh, obviously uh, in in the medium and, uh, and long term as well um, because obviously we're in it we're in a, a very sticky situation we know that at this point um, back to the midfield um, obviously it's it's now we mentioned that you know we're lack of numbers and you're thinking right Alan, Alan had to go off and uh, Andre Gomez come on and Andre Gomez and Donny van der Beek is a midfield too he's not going to scare Anybody wouldn't scare a team of under nines because there's no real fight or or you know tenacity in that midfield. Two very good footballers, but one that's not going to provide you with much defensive cover. One of the players that has gone out or is is going out, whether well, he's been confirmed in the last few hours as I come to record this, Jean Philippe Gabamin going off to CSKA in Moscow on loan. Now, on the one hand, you think, well, actually, that's a midfielder, you know, an energetic, athletic midfielder that's going out. Well, actually, we could do with him. However, you have to say bigger picture and say, well, hang on a minute. Abdullah Decore might well be back, um, if not for the City game, uh, in a week or so, um, maybe for the game against Boreham Wood. Um, then, you know, Gabamin's had no games. I think six appearances or whatever it is in three and a half years, or we're getting towards that now, aren't we? Three years. Um, three of them coming this season. He hasn't played since before Christmas when he came on against Chelsea when we had no players available, so he was sort of forced to be um, brought on in a, in, a, in a manner of speaking. Uh, so that leaves us very short. But you're thinking, if he's going to have any chance of having a career at Everton, um, then this is obviously what needs to happen. He needs to go away, get a run of games, get back to some semblance of, of, of match fitness. Um, and going out at this point, you know, with the Russian season, uh, whether it be interrupted by war or not, who the hell knows at this point, but going out and, and getting a, hopefully a run of games uh, through the Russian season and potentially coming back refreshed in time for the start of next season, if he has a part to play, um, then that's probably a good thing. Or if we can just cut our losses and get some money for him, that hopefully will be a positive as well. But in the medium to, in the short term, the immediate term, obviously it does leave us with a problem in terms of how do we solve that problem? Um, in terms of adding some steel into the midfield and, and and making ourselves difficult to to break down, particularly in away games, Abdoulaye um, Decore, you know his, his return can't come soon enough, um, and that will help in massively. But you know if he does get injured again, we're, we're in trouble again. So where else do we look? Tyler Onyango, unproven, came on against Aston Villa, was didn't really do anything. Um, Obviously, he'll get more games. He needs to be given opportunities. But what do we do? Mason Holgate into midfield? Don't know. It's an option. He's done it before. And that seems to be the big, big issue. And making sure that we continue those, those energy levels and try and just grind out results away from home and get those those points. I mean, those 
if we can just get four or five points from away fixtures between now and the end of the season, a win and a couple of draws, that could make an absolutely massive difference to where we end up finishing. Um, huge difference because I do think Burnley will will have a strong run. They've had you know a lot of games. They've not conceded many goals. It's really frightening to think they've only conceded twenty nine goals actually all season. They just haven't scored enough. And if uh, Veghorst, who looks impressive from what I've seen of him so far, um, you know now he's got one, he'll be off and running. You think they might well get goals, and he might be the man that carries them through and gets them out of the situation that they're in. So they end up leaving uh, Watford, uh, Norwich. Newcastle and Leeds as well um, and then us so it's you know potentially it's three from five really isn't it let's let's be honest I don't think anybody else is going to get quite drawn into that, that mess and we need to try and make sure that we're as far out of it as we possibly can be but the only way we're going to do that is by getting results and obviously that has to start on Saturday at uh, home to Manchester City I mentioned in the last episode that obviously I think the important thing with the Man City game is about the performance level not necessarily the result is vital because if City come and win, then you know they've just lost one out of the last 15, 16 matches, wherever it is now. You know they absolutely thumped Sport in Lisbon and the Champions League. You know destroyed them, and you're thinking, right? Well, actually, what we need to come out is with with some credit and be applauded off by the fans at the end. If we can somehow get a result, a point or heaven forbid, three, you know, then brilliant. But if we can get at least a creditable performance, we say we gave everything we had and we were just beaten by a better team on the day. Ever Tonians will accept that uh, and that is absolutely crucial and reading an article on The Athletic this past week about the um, atmosphere at Goodison, the change of it and, and you know how that was sort of facilitated and uh, the fan groups that sort of got behind that there was a statement in there that I'd never thought about obviously our impending departure to Bramley Moor in this way and it said actually we've only got about 40 odd games left at Goodison and that is quite a scary thing, you're thinking blimey in those terms you're thinking that's not many 40 odd games left at you know where we've been for 130 years that is in those starker teams think oh yes it's two and a half years away but think 40 and we need to try and win as many of those matches as we possibly can and certainly this season make good us in the fortress that traditionally up until the last couple of years particularly last season which obviously was affected by covid um and you know it traditionally has been and we need to get back to that rapidly and start picking up points uh, starting on Saturday fingers crossed against Man City uh, if you want to get in touch you can do uh, at nmtvpod on twitter nmtvpod at gmail.com uh, is the email until the next time this has been a top content production come on you blues come on you blues